Alright guys, it's time to do this today. It's a black type building program guys, you know. We're gonna just do it the regular way. We're not gonna play the the music and the sound. So this show's gotta start right now. So let's start this show, okay? Hello everybody here. My name is Ben Yuka with Zo Wanting Media Enterprises. Welcome to the Black Tech Building Program on this Tuesday. April 12, 2022, we're getting ready to start this this major discussion tonight, and it's going to be a very, very brief discussion of the Black Tech Building Program. Normally, we would be doing these things at the office, but this is going to be a home edition of the show. I'm getting ready to play some clips for y'all. So it's going to be a great, so doing things, so it's going to be a moment of stuff where we're going to be talking about a lot of things in technology and the things important that relates to black people in tech. So... Uh, okay, so we're going to be talking about a lot of things that are very, very important. Okay. Alright. So we will be doing some topics that are very very important that's related to black tech and understanding the way black tech actually is when we go in form of working towards betterment of technology so when we look at things yes we're going to have other political issues that we are the the major controversial that we are not allowed to say on this platform but we are we're able to go say it over to fan base. That's where a lot of this is gonna go. So we're going to I'm gonna be playing the clip of issues. issues. in tech okay we're gonna play some of these in tech okay all right okay so we're gonna talk about Okay, we're going to be talking about things that are very, very important. Okay, and understanding. So we're going to have, we're going to have a little bit of a demonstration coming up. We're going to talk, these are the topics we're going to go more in depth in. So it's going to be an amazing show. 
so one of the things I am kind of getting to everybody to start uh, uh, completely understanding and, and black tech is understand we have different mechanisms that we do need to have take place so it's not like black Okay. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about lots of tech issues that we need more lawyers of. Okay. These are gonna be lots of the issues that you're gonna things that we're gonna talk about. Okay, so all right, so it's gonna be a great okay. All right, so that's gonna be very important. Okay, we're gonna go over. Lots of important stuff. And the need that we have to have, okay? For these black lawyers, okay? All right. Legal issues, okay? So I want you to listen to a video, okay? Alright, uh, so let me just Alright, here's a video So nine years ago, I want you to listen to this, okay? I'm gonna just put I'm gonna put this over here. So get ready to take a listen. Those kinds of questions are becoming things that you're going to have to keep in front of 
and then one year that they can work is where um, access for disabled students and teachers and parents through technology. So that's something that the federal government is heavily invested in, and we're going to see a lot more of that work. So we're going to be building an online courses so the distance learning or the home office sites to make sure that they are accessible or that at least the mandate is thinking about accessibility issues because there's a real question about whether that's considered just a mandate for accessibility or whether there's a great um, online kind of access point. So, you know, these, these kinds of issues shows are going to be, you know, really wrestling with. Um, and the federal government is a key moving forward here. But yep. because of the law and the fact that the uses of technology don't always go match and match, and so there's a disconnect to keep thinking, well, where is technology in the content that we need to? You know, for, for schools that are really starting to look at this, and they want to be proactive with where they're teaching technology, you know, the, the thing is to make sure that the school administration and school leadership, you know, is generally aware of how technology is being used and sometimes you come back to the, the biggest issue that I've wrestled with, which is different teachers are doing different things. Um, but, you know, to, to know what's happening in the school and, and to try to prevent some of these questions, to, to know it before it becomes an issue, to be clear about intellectual property. That's becoming a very big issue for teachers at least and the kids are intellectual property work training. Well, is the school clear about that? In most cases, it does belong to the school because it's created a hearing during the hearing. But they want to be clear about the terminology and also the accessible use pronunciation issues. What, what sort of hearing warranty are you looking for in technology? And so, seeing you know, schools that create their own baseline can have a lot less confusion in terms of saying, well, these are the digital citizenry rules that we expect in our schools. They're from the adults and from the schools. So the things that are accessible to them are not accessible. And also being aware of the law that we're currently under. Um, this is going to require a proactive HR business access function to see how social media is playing things in their schools, how social media is playing into this, this disciplinary issues with students. Um, but, you know, just always making sure that when technology is sought to, that the ramifications or the potential things they could bring on not to over-regulate it, but to be aware and to be aware of the potential consequences. So it, it requires the, the school leadership, the administrative leadership, and the, and the board, you know, to to know know what's happening and to really manage that risk. And you know, you, you risk management, you can mitigate it, you can embrace it, you can cut it off entirely, but but to be aware of what the risks are and to and to weigh consequences and to be honest. Okay. Try to hurt that video. It was a little bit dark there earlier, <laughs> but that is very important. This is why I feel like having this series, because we always go in to defend our child's, uh, go out and defend child's, um, 
for human rights, uh, like human rights, BDs, social justice warriors. That's all. Uh, but there's other ways we can be lawyers for. We can be lawyers in black tech. And the reason why I'm doing this series is because I'm getting you an idea of what issues we need to be solving in black tech. And I'm going to go over more IT legal issues. There's another one, okay? Give me, give me one second. Okay. I'm gonna go over some of the issues and the issues that we are gonna be covering here. I'm gonna use, okay, and what we're gonna talk about here. We're gonna need to, you're gonna know what the things are, okay? So I'm gonna pull up the four legal. We got four legal issues. There's two. Okay. Okay, I see. I'm going to cover five. There's four here. I, there's complete laws. We're going to talk know about those, and we're going to talk about there's going to be. It's going to be. We're going to talk about net neutrality, data protection, IP theft. We're going to talk about non-complete laws. We're going to talk about protection. Okay, so we're going to talk about these for the net neutrality, data protection, IP theft, NUG, uh, and intellectual properties. Because this is one I really, there are four, four in here. There's one there. There's five big important ones. We're going to talk about. We're gonna be. We're gonna be doing these type of series for a while. So I will be pulling up a, a series. So you know what? We're gonna talk about this. How does this legal action affect this in black tech? So that is what things like this. So understand. We need to be understand. But I also want to say that it's not just about. The technology, technology wise, that people are doing, it's um, it's actually understanding it and learning the technology and actually being active in the technology. So I think one of the next subjects in the next year before I go over the five is like the education part, and that will be the next part of the series because I feel like. In the education realm of things, we need to be educated about what these legal 
actions and I'm also going to add and that's one of the six says computer forensics okay so we're going to have net neutrality we're going to call it data protection it has intellectual properties IP plan not complete complete laws data protection, you know, data protection. I not complete law intellectual properties and computer forensics. We're gonna talk about six things in there. This will be a seven to eight part series seven to eight parts. So we'll be talking this series because we are gonna be doing education stuff in here, okay? So and I so maybe like when we do the computer forensics and like cyber security and stuff there's gonna be a lot of security topics in this where we're gonna be discussing this stuff okay okay so we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about first one of the big things that I think we're gonna talk about to know what the topics that you'll be expecting but tonight I'm not gonna go in depth on all these topics I'm actually gonna give you a preview of what we're gonna be doing with these topics so like I told you, the next one's going to be education. We're going to educate you of why we need to know these topics, what thing, know this stuff, because it's actually going to be very important to understand and and do things that that protects black people is our use of the internet and having knowledge of the internet and how the internet functions. Because if we until we get a real black tech community, we're not gonna understand this. Because we can have all these things and all these gatherings, but until we get to the meat of protecting us, because this is where the fights are gonna be. Being the judge, being the prosecutor, being we're gonna have to do. And I'm gonna. This is how we built. This is how we built. We're gonna build our own. So I'm not saying no. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna know all the answers. I'm not gonna know all the answers, and I'm not expected to know all the answers of all this stuff. Okay. The most important thing about about is understanding what we're actually going up against, okay? And different things that is going to keep us astray. Okay? So you better Okay. So we have to understand all of those le about those lessons. So we need we have to understand that that's very very strong important so look, we're gonna go over all the I'm gonna read this stuff that we need to pay attention to what it is and we'll go over all the when, the first one we're gonna talk about is net neutrality 
Uh, Nazi Charlie is a notion that the inner providers treats all other equally present for content and the large new public were owned by the same parent company. The company should, could use content to block or destruct inner of the public competitors. Net neutrality prevents this. The Federal Communications can repeal net neutrality lately. They want to throttle customer inner increase or discrete bandwidth for reasons like pricing. But they will have the ability to send shockwaves through the IT industry. If you are in the IT executive, executive of, uh, uh, at a small and medium sized company providing cloud community services or deals in the ministry, you could be affected. So you gotta understand what's going on with net neutrality and stuff. So things that we're gonna have to fight for ha having real effect and and black tech because you can't depend on you know the, the usual suspects like Benjamin Crump and all his other silk that hangs out and try to get money out of black tech. This is making money out of black excellence. This is actually real black excellence here. That's what the black tech building program is. We're talking about all these things that are actually making sure that every black person is standable and ready to be prepared in the long term. So, okay, the next thing we're going to talk about here is data protection. What is data protection? People need their personal information and online data to be safe and secure. If you work with a person's information or partner, client, or stakeholder, you need to cover your bases and confront the structured sound of your network. Patch it if it needs to prevent cyber branches and be transparent with the people who, who your data you hold. Major corporations like Facebook and Google, the data sharing with the public, the general data protection, data protection regulation for Europe. So that's what we're going to add. And these are the kind of things and some more depth will be going more on fan base. So that will be actually be discussed. So we have to understand where our body and our net worth actually is. So we have to be the ones preparing for this type of measure. Okay. IP. That. So you're going to be looking at patent trolling is where a mass company like Apple buys up patents to better view the market inside of the thought of the creation of the owner of private services. So it's going to tie into a lot of intellectual properties. So IP theft is going to be a, a very, very important. So... So here's what we're gonna I'm, we're gonna now complete non complete loss. People don't stay in the same job for as long as they want to. Where frequent transactions, non complete clauses have been a legal challenge. Non complete loss are agreements that you sign with a point that prohibits you from going to a rival company when you leave. The tech industry has been partly vocal opposition to non complete changing that the clauses skip 
club innovation and Hindu startup activity causes severely populist and not protect their business interests and trade secrets. So we'll be talking about non-complete laws, what you need to understand, and keeping you informed about what are the ramifications of these topics. Okay. And guess what? Let's talk about the corruption of Black Lives Matter. First of all, because now you got to understand that they went, they went, they lobbied big sense and sent the stories about their group shady finances. Isn't it funny that Black Lives Matter, the phony organization, wait a minute, you said you're against, you're against big people there, but see, this is the people you thought you're going to go get. Go get their work it. This is just now you gotta see there's gonna be a story about this. Now you're gonna hear nothing about it. So let, we're gonna listen to this, okay? This is this is who you are. This is why we need black tech lawyers. Alright, here we go. I want you to see this. Remember, but these are the people you support. Some of you are out here fucking supporting. Now you're going to see that they're bullshitters from the beginning. So take a, take, take a good 13 minute presentation. Let's go. There's a pathetic asshole. These are some cheap ass cones. They wanted us stealing the money. Look at what they were doing. Joined by host of the Daniels Report and the young of the Young Turks, John Ayatollah, and 
also director at the Container Partnership Institute, Rachel Bogard, who contributed some reporting herself. Welcome to you both. Good morning. So, you know, Rachel, uh, talk to us a little bit about this story. Uh, this seems to be another case of a really bad, in addition to everything else going on with it, a really bad content moderation decision on the part of Facebook. Yeah, when it comes to the suppression and circulation of these stories, you know, as you pointed out, it goes back all the way a year ago when the New York Post simply reported on the purchases of, personal purchases of Patrice Couture of four different homes totaling around $3.2 million. They did so in a way that sort of reflects how we report on any sort of public figure or celebrity home purchase. There was no personal data listed. It was pulled from public records. Obviously, they took a series on it and said, you know, this is interesting because this really runs in our press. Nobody knew why. Meta or Facebook right, said, well, it's because it violates our personal information uh, policy. There's, there's you know, privacy concerns. They later categorized it as abusive. And up to this day, you still cannot find the story on Facebook. But now, because it reported in New York Magazine, we know that that wasn't an independent decision by Facebook. It was because of active lobbying by the BLM group itself which I think is uh, a disturbing sort of collusion that goes to narrative control that we talk about a lot on this program, uh, especially in a platform like Facebook where people do, you know, unfortunately or unfortunately get a lot of their news from. Yeah, and, and John, it seems to me that it's not just the uh, kind of the, the banning angle, the, the tech angle, but also that there's a kind of um, expectation that stories like this are being elevated in bad faith when you're coming from a left perspective where there have been all of these back and forth about you know, does, does Hassan Piper deserve to buy a house or have this kind of money? And there's a knee-jerk kind of reaction to this that says, okay, well, yeah, I, I don't want to feed into right-wing tropes. How do you address something like this that's been reversed and meritorious that obviously implicates all of these dollars going into a worthy cause in good faith? How do you approach stories like this going forward coming from a progressive perspective? I mean, I definitely, I think that that's a, that's a great thing to constantly have in the back of your mind when you're managing a platform. How do you spend your time? How do you spend your energy? You only have so many minutes per day. Uh, BLM is a major organization. Uh, how they spend their money, especially when the money goes into the millions of dollars, it clearly is public interest. So you should definitely report on it. Obviously, what you say about it, how much you choose to focus on it, needs to be in line with the, the seriousness of the story. Um, and by the way, if there's additional angles that arise, for instance, if a particular news piece about it is being banned, then that might also generate more news. It's sort of the, what is it, the Barbra Streisand effect? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm messing that up, but... No, that's right. Uh, exactly. Now, of course, bear in mind that there is a difference between one source being banned and a topic being banned. Uh, it might well be that that Pope story still can't be shared, but I just think recently, and there is no absence... Uh, in the immediate last few weeks, or back in 2021, of uh, other news articles about this, discussion of this, videos being posted about this, there's dozens and dozens and dozens. But that said, even if just one major outlet reporting on it is being banned, I think uh, a lot of people already have significant concerns about the way that Mark Zuckerberg and Meta, or whatever they want to call themselves these days, how they choose to uh, decide what gets to be talked about and what doesn't. I would love to see more oversight on that. Well, and, and with the Barbara Streisand effect, uh, famously it was about Barbara Streisand's efforts to suppress the giant mansion mm -hmm. being covered uh, in the papers. John, I also want to ask you, what do you make 
of the, the defense and I, I guess the genuine strategy from some of the BLM uh, founders that, that significant resources should be invested or spent in a kind of like hype house, like creating a social media brand as well. Like is that is that where left-wing progressive activism is headed, that that's, the, that's what we're doing with all this money? Uh, well, I've always personally wanted to own my own hype house. Thus far, my efforts have been stymied uh, by the market. Uh, I don't, I don't understand that philosophy necessarily. But then I don't have a massive social media following. Maybe I'm behind the times. Maybe I should get into that. Uh, I don't think that it represents the desires of the membership or, you know, membership, quote unquote, people who might feel ideologically or policy uh, overlaps with BLM as a philosophy. Maybe not with the individual founders, because of course the actions of the founders don't even represent the rest of those who work officially for BLM, let alone the people who might agree with it. And one would be able to expect a minimal bar, an understanding that when and if and when this comes out, it's going to look really bad and it's going to undercut the other efforts that many people that have no input on this sort of decision have been making, directly or indirectly linked to BLM and cities throughout America for literally years. It was an incredibly boneheaded move. Yeah, it is to be clear about this. This is a hype house purchased by the BLM National Organization, not BLM as a generalized political right. identification that many people subscribe to. I mean, I was able to have the author, and he talks about the fact that this is again a bigger problem. This is $90 million that was collected in December of 2020, $60 million of which has gone largely unaccounted, so it's even being discussed. It just balkanizes the kinds of conversations that are happening on a on the basis that people feel like, you know, how do you report on any celebrity home purchase, right? But I think, you know, more broadly, it speaks to the efforts of Alright, we're just in the middle of There you have it, folks. Here's a Black Lives Matter Global. Hello. See that part of that left right paradigm stuff? They jump into 
Oh, enough of this. Enough of this. Enough of this right now. You get where I'm coming from with all this. There you have it, folks. There you have it. All this, all the scammers and Black Lives Matter. And I'm not giving stop to steal any credit with the Trump supporter. Nope. Nope. You, you grip too. You grip no different. But we, we'll talk about that all privately. But there you, there you have it, folks. Everybody's scam. Everything's going to be going, getting big corporations. But if we have black tech, oh, we have black lawyers in tech who understand technology. We can we can easily fight BM. So this is the example why I wanted to show that video to you guys. Okay, so I had a and and it, Alright, so there's a different. Yeah, private. Yeah, we can have privacy is one. So we'll go over all these issues. So having black tech law firms is very, very important, and that's why we need to support those as much as we can. Okay, and that hard determination and stuff. Okay, let's talk about, okay, I know I missed out on that Bravity event. I think they're going to be on that, um, Minstar has their Bravity event tonight. So, they're, um, they're having everybody go through, through from their event. So, they're going to be have some of that. Give me one second. So they have that event. They just got the briefing coming out. So it's going to be at the event. So the there are people at the event tonight for that. Anything else I covered? Anything else I need to cover in blood? Let me take a look at them. I'll use, I'll use, I'll use.
go the other now black type special announcement yeah so there'll be a black type building program special tomorrow morning whole week at the twin we get the game to put we'll play the game tomorrow um they are nice they though I know they just and uh, Blacks and Technology just had a new website. I hope they Chanters and okay, we got the new blocks and technologies. Okay, here it is. Here's, here's. so we got here. Then we got the new one for us. So, Monday, April 18th. Monthly membership meeting. So, Blacks and Technology has their membership meeting. Okay, so I got that. Okay, so I got that. So that's Blacks and Technology. So they got their they got their meeting Monday. That's it. <coughs> <coughs> that, that's that's it for the conversation there. Uh, then look at let me look at let me look at my meetup here. All right, so let me just just look at some of the other ones, okay? Just to get make sure, okay?
No, they don't even, they have nothing coming up for April. Built doesn't have any events coming up. So, pretty much um, nothing's going on for them this week. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about Thursday. Thursday's Need for Speed. Thursday night, we'll play at around 6 o'clock the Black Tap Brilliant Program Special. We'll have night one. We'll have we'll play Friday morning. And Friday night. Saturday, we'll play most of the day. Sunday, we'll play most of the day. So we'll start playing like around... We'll play starting at three. I'm gonna rest up, and then Sunday we'll play around noon. It should be a nice day to do it. So we'll see what's going on with other things. Please thank you for listening to the Black Type Building Program. Thank you very much for this. We're going to have more coming up. The Black Tech Guy is going to be interviewed next Tuesday afternoon at 1 o'clock for our program. And then we have our e-way show and her relations to Black Tech. <coughs> okay, guys. Thank you very much. You have a great, successful night. Bye-bye.